Hey, I'm Roberta Blevins, and this is Life After MLM, a podcast where we work to end the stigma of failure in an industry designed for you to fail. All right, just a couple caveats before the episode starts. One, heads up, we did have a couple technical difficulties with Zoom and the audio is a little wonky here and there. I did my best. Please bear with us. Second, the book I've been talking about, Ponzinomics, on like every single episode. Well, Wednesday, we are having a bonus episode and my friend Savvy and I are going to review it and it is really going to be an incredible episode. So make sure you check that out. And thirdly, thank you so much to your guys' support. I think we've hit over 2,500 downloads now. Um, I'm going to continue posting those numbers just so that we can watch this podcast grow together. But thank you, thank you, thank you. Also, I'm working really hard on the constructive criticism you guys have been giving me. I am utilizing that mute button. I am getting better at it. Um, I do record these episodes weeks and weeks in advance. So if you don't notice it right away, I promise it's happening. Um, Thanks so much and enjoy the show. Today, we are talking with Kat Dean. She is a debt and financial coach. Um, I follow her on Instagram at Debt Free with Catitude. And she's also on TikTok, which is going to be a fun thing to talk about with uh, at Life with Catitude. And I'll put all that stuff in the show notes as usual as well. But welcome to the show. Thank you for taking your Saturday uh, to talk to me. Thanks for having me. I'm so happy to be here. I, I, I love talking to people that like, that are anti-MLM on like different platforms because it's it's so completely different from all the other platforms. So I can't wait to talk to you about TikTok and all of that as well. But let's start off with um, you just introducing yourself a little bit and then we're gonna jump right into um, what your life was like before MLM sort of came into it and like how you were sort of groomed and, and, and got to that point where you decided to join. Okay. So, so tell me about uh, that. Okay. So basically I, as you said, I am a financial coach. I started that process back in June of 2019. I read a Dave Ramsey book of all things. Um, don't worry. We're away from him now, but, um, that's really what got the whole thing started was I read a bunch of finance books while I was on vacation. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to turn my life around and I'm going to do this shit. Is it okay if I cuss on the show? Yeah, totally. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Let it fly. I was like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this shit. And so I just, I got my life all together. I just started slashing expenses and I learned, I just was consuming all this personal finance information. It was relevant. It was interesting. And it just became very clear to me that not a lot of people know this stuff, especially people in my generation, in our generation, you know, we don't have personal finance classes anymore. So we don't really have, you know, a set educational background on this stuff we're just kind of left to fend for ourselves. and I thought you know what no we're not we're not just stumbling it through adulthood we got to learn this shit because it's very important right no more blind leading the blind no absolutely not no more what worked for my parents will work for me it's not the same very different time so it took a while uh for like a lot of research and I just wasn't in a place professionally where I wanted to really pursue it uh, as much as I wanted to. And so things started building. I started doing more research. I started doing more work. And then of course, COVID hit <sighs> and just derailed everything. I had to set everything back a couple of months. Um, but then I finally officially launched the business in June of 2020. And since then, I've just been strategically scaling. Uh, right now, I'm kind of at a plateau with it just because I'm in a job transition and learning everything there. So right. Uh, life happens in between life always happens in between it took me forever to start this podcast so no guilt if you need to take breaks with what you really want to be doing to do what you have to do to get there (laughs) right and and, you know I'm, I'm enjoying learning everything at my job I still talk to people about a lot of finance stuff there's people riding four wheelers in my driveway so my eyes are darting it's okay I've got a guy 
measuring the deck outside because we have some warping. And so <laughs> oh, God. that that's, that's what's happening this over here this morning as well. So don't even worry about real life happening on the outside either. Yep. <laughs> so that's basically how I became a financial coach. Now my my step into the anti-MLM part of that didn't really happen until January, 2020. And that goes back to my whole life experience. So right. do you want me to life experience? Yes. I always yeah. talk about that. Yeah. Let's talk about, it. so, so where were you in your life when, um, because you were a part of an MLM and we'll, we'll talk about that too, but where were you in the, in your life where you thought this actually sounds like maybe it could work for me? Like you believed the dream you were, you were on the road to that American dream and, and working that plan. Like what, how did you get sucked in? Well, I was 23 and I was in my last semester of college, um, living off campus in an apartment on student loan returns. Um, that was the only year I had to take a student loan because my, I'm very privileged. My parents were able to pay for the first four years of college. They said, you get four years, anything past that, including grad school, that's all on you. Um, so I had to take a loan out for the last year. Um, and so I got about, I'm going to say like $200 or 200 Jesus Christ, $2,200 <laughs> around uh, per semester to live off of for a return. Um, so I did the smart thing and I actually divided it in half and I paid all that semester's rent and the next semester's when the second half hit. And then I just lived off of the rest. And then luckily, again, I was privileged enough to not have to work because my grandmother had just had a stroke the year before yes. and my mom was still living with her. So my mom was like, I, I really need you to be able to come home on the weekends whenever I need you. So just, I'll help you out, whatever you need, just be ready to come home if I need right. you. And I said, fine, whatever, sure. Um, so I quit my job at Pizza Hut and Dollar Tree. Uh, and so I just kind of focused on school for the last year. Well, I had been seeing posts on Facebook for years. Uh, the girls back at home who were still at home, you know, didn't really do much after high school. They started posting about that crazy rap thing. Uh, and we all know which one that is. Uh -huh. I was a part of that too for like three months. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I was much longer, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, so I just started seeing all these posts about I paid rent with cash and I paid for Christmas with cash. And I'm like, okay, like how? Right. How? Like you right. were mm. very mean things I thought about that because it's like, I know how you live. Right. You know, right. like I, I know exactly that you guys are on food stamps and like two or three baby debt. No, no, just no. I, right. I know you're not living that life of luxury that you're saying you are. Right. But I so kept there's watching. There's like a falsification of like this FOMO life. Like you know them personally. So you know what their actual at home life is, but you're, they're posting the best of the best of the best on Instagram and Facebook. It's a recruitment tactic. Very much so. Very much a fear of missing out. You said it exactly. FOMO. I got to get on that hype train. I want to be doing that on a Wednesday afternoon. I'm jealous. Right? Like that's I, a I, way to get this. Yeah. I have to get this. Exactly. I'd, I'd love to be able to buy a boat and go swim on the lake whenever I want. Obviously, right. duh, who doesn't? Yeah, but that sounds amazing. Sign me up. <laughs> it goes back into, and we'll get to it a, a little bit later. So that was 2015, 2016. I graduated college in 2016. So I had really started seeing the posts start accelerating, like more and more girls were posting about it. And I'm like, okay, what the fuck? Like what has happened? To yeah. What has taken over Brevard? Because I mean, more and more people were like, I just joined that crazy rap thing. Let me host yeah, a rap party. What is this rap thing that's so crazy? Like, what? <laughs> um, and Isn't so, that weird? And that's like what we were even told to say. Call it that crazy rap thing. Don't mention that, the company name. That's what I was told too. And, and when I joined it, it was like 2014. And that was the it's thing. Very different. Like, crazy rap thing. Yeah. It has evolved. Same. Like they've pretty much done away with that entirely yeah I, it's all about the keto about, coffee now right the skinny coffee or the and we'll talk about the keto coffee later because <laughs> yes. I that's a great product too aren't actually completely there I don't have a lot of animosity towards the keto coffee it was actually kind of tasty but expensive and right. didn't work but it and coffee's tasted. keto already yeah coffee like black like, coffee some coffee, like some keto water to sell you, if you <laughs> 
Yeah, you need those <laughs> special ketones in it. Otherwise, it's poisonous. Right. What? So, <laughs> so you so you jump on board with this crazy rap thing. I do. Finally, this one girl that I had been friends with in high school posted about it. And I was like, all right, that's fucking it. I got to know. And so I commented on her post and her upline, another girl I went to high school with who, okay, so let me stop right here. The girl who recruited me into It Works, she and I are still very good friends to this day. So any toxic right. upline stories, I don't have those. Right. Any of the girls that recruited me into the two MLMs that I was in, we're still good friends to this day. So right. no animosity towards them. And, you know, I, they're, they're also just cogs in the machine. <clears throat> right. That's so what I to say speak, too, so. cogs in the machine. And so they were just doing what they were told. Right. Um, but anyway, so February of 2016 was when I joined on the leap day. Um, and so it was back then it was $99 to join. And I remember with taxes and fees and everything, it came out to closer to like 115 and right. I'm like, okay, cool. So I joined what now? And so then, um, she says, oh, okay. So let's get you set up with your website and your auto ship. My like, what now? Oh yeah. You have to, <laughs> I remember that too. That was a surprise. She's like, yeah, you yep. have to set up a, an auto ship. And I'm like, oh, okay. So like, am I just getting products sent to my house? Like, does the company, no, you have to pay for them. Yeah. What? Yeah. So long story short, at that time, when I joined, I had approximately $800 left, uh, for the semester, by the way. And the semester ended in May. By the time I graduated, it was all gone. Oh, it was man. all gone. Cause I had wasted it on. You're like, I have all this money just sitting there with nothing to do. I might as well just build this business. That's going to be super profitable because everybody keeps telling me it's going to be. I graduated college with $15 in my bank account. Wow. It was, it was a, a little disappointing. So I just remember thinking in those first couple of months, like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, what, what is this? Cause like, I didn't post about it. I didn't really right. tell anybody. I was just like, I, this is not what I was promised. So I told my upline that because I was going to move to Georgia after, cause I was in North Carolina at the time, I told her I was moving and that I needed to take some time off so that I could find a job and get settled and everything. And then we talk once I get settled. And then I rejoined in September, I think. Um, but of course, because I had waited three months, I had to re-sign up as a distributor. So I had to pay the full money oh, again. And then the same rat race started all over again, products, auto ship, everything. I was, and at the time I was only working a part-time job. So I was spending pretty much my entire paychecks in like a week and a half, like less than a week and a half. So I was broke as a joke. It was pretty those, painful. Those and, auto ships and MLM are no joke. I mean, even as the as a consumer, I got stuck in several of them that I couldn't get out of. And I remember like taking my name off of it and my credit card information off of it. And then I would still get the texts that were like, your payment was declined. Please log in and update your payment. And I was like, I, I mean, even three years later, I still was getting them. <laughs> It's so oh, well, these auto ships are no joke, you guys. They do just not they sign up for them. In. They dig uh, the claws in and they will not let go. Yeah. You have to literally freeze. And that's the story that I hear all the time with a bunch of the girls that I talk to. I had to literally cancel all my, like one girl, it was so bad. She had to close her bank account yeah, and open that. another one mm -hmm. in order to avoid getting charged. Because yeah, somehow because they, they still had her like routing number and accounting number and were able to get into her bank account. Yeah, it's crazy scary. Yeah. So, so September 2016, I get back into it works. I take it a little more seriously, but I'm still not making the money that I was right. promised. My right. my largest commission check. And and at this point, are you still feeling that it's your fault that you're not making these commissions and you're not hitting these ranks that you were yeah, told I'm not you were hard enough? I'm not. I'm not talking to enough people. I'm not, not taking it seriously right. enough. I'm not grinding, you know, I, I'm You're not, not posting enough on social media. You're not thanking the company enough to get people to be like, oh, she got that coffee because it works paid for it. Right. Or even, <laughs> and, and it was when people started posting nasty comments on these posts 
the same stuff that we post on stuff today where I was just kind of like, I have a bad feeling about this. So your but, actual friends and family were posting negative or, or not positive, I'll say. Pretty um, much like sarcastic. Critical comments. And, and that was one of the first like, oh, maybe this isn't great. <laughs> yeah, like I, I have a feeling they're trying to tell me something, but of right. course I was a victim of the sunken cost fallacy, which right. you know you've spent the money, you might as well try. But I mean, exactly. here's the That's thing: another thing you, we talk about too, a sunk cost fallacy. If, if you spend eight dollars on a bad burrito at Chipotle, the money's already gone. Don't try to eat that burrito because you spent eight dollars on it. The money's already gone. You're not getting it back. Just and don't keep the, buying another burrito, burrito hoping it's going to be better. <laughs> Right. So that's, that's where I feel like I was stuck in the cycle because I'm such a chronic people pleaser and I've got to do the right thing. I've got to be the best. I I have to overcome. So I just have a type, don't they? (laughs) They really do. They, they, they seek you out. I don't know how they do it. I really don't. So 2016, all of 2017, I'm still in, it works just navigating job after job after job after job because you know trying to find work after moving states was very right. difficult and I felt like the MLM was the only consistent thing I had and right. I kept trying and and they they and, also reiterate that to you on the backside when you're like everything in my life seems crazy and they're like well you always have us like we're always going to be here we're always a way to make money we're always a consistent spot in your life a consistent thing sisterhood the sisterhood is what they they preach in my case the American like I said like I said my upline and I we actually were close and we'll get to where we could start to see the cracks in the facade together later right um so I met my boyfriend in the summer of 2017 I started some temp jobs and I think he was kind of who planted the seed in my head that like it works was not working right because he just can't understand like he was like why do you have to spend a hundred dollars on these products every month and I'm like so that I can sell them yeah shouldn't you just sell them then he just right why why do you have to be the middleman why can't you just sell them like why do you also have to buy them so that's and he wasn't being mean about it he just genuinely did not understand he's like just walk me through it one more time. And I'm like, oh, okay. I work for this company. I paid them to sell. I pay for their products. I pay for the merchandise and I maybe sell it or I front the cost myself. And where I am I losing it. you? Like, where am I losing you? Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, like I was going to buy vitamins at target anyway, but I sell vitamins. So I'm just going to buy vitamins because like, who doesn't need vitamins? And then I have vitamins when I need vitamins. I like, and like you have drinks. so many so, vitamins yeah. though. There's so many vitamins. You don't need to continue. I, I ended up vitamins. like by the time I quit, it works in 2018. I had thrown away probably six bottles of the fat fighters just because like, they were junk. They right. were absolute junk that smelled right. terrible. Oh God. One. So bad. Why did all the pills smell the same? I feel like they're just like the alfalfa pills that Neutralite originally created in the forties. Like it's just the new version of it. I, I, it was disgusting. I remember having to like crush them up. Like, well, you have to have fat fighters cause you have to crush one up and sprinkle oil and then sprinkle the pill and show everybody. So like, even at that, you're, you're using your own product to literally throw it away to show people why they should buy it. So you have to keep stock of that. Goodbye, money. Bye. Like, it, like it, literally, I mean, how much is a pill? You literally, every single party, you crushed a pill and sprinkled it. And, and that's down the drain. And it always amazed me because whenever I went to, okay. So if you remember, um, do you have a way to bleep out names or anything like that? I could probably figure it out, but maybe just give them a fake name instead. Okay. Uh, one <laughs> I'm still new it at works. this whole editing thing. Oh yeah, it's okay. So one of it works biggest, like highest up uplines right. lived lives near me, or at the okay. time that I was in it works lived near me um, in the very, 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 very nice neighborhood 
and she lived so it was like a four hundred thousand to four million dollar neighborhood is this in atlanta yes so and of course uh, like i used to live in atlanta i don't remember what what part of atlanta uh uh up near uh commerce okay okay yeah uh, like the really nice the really really nice golf neighborhood you know yeah 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 like where the mayor lives i think pretty much i think yeah 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 Yeah. i know that area yeah so I attended a couple of parties at her house and I just remember thinking, oh my God, her house is amazing. It's literally a house and then a whole fucking other house downstairs. Right. Like with a full kitchen and an island and a beautiful fridge and like two, three bedrooms down here, a hot tub. I I mean, it was insane. And I'm like, you're telling me that it works as paying for literally every single penny of this, your mortgage, your your insane mortgage. If it's a $4 million home, I can't even imagine what you put down and I can't even imagine what you pay in PMI, which we'll get to in just a second about that's bullshit that I have learned is bullshit. Wow. But so that was just what I was dealing with was, and that's a, that's a why, way why of, I suck, but she lives in a $4 million right. home. Well, she What's works the harder between than me and her. She works harder. She's more positive. She talks to more people. <laughs> she's like, at the top. I just remember. <laughs> That's really the, the only thing. She, she just I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful that she took time out of her life to let me into her. Just right. the literal worship of mm-hmm. these The false prophet worship. Unbelievable. Yeah. Oh my God. And then I attended a, a an OTOM in April of yeah, I was still blonde back then. So yeah, April 17, <laughs> I went to the <laughs> I went to the OTOM in Atlanta by the airport at six o'clock in the Jeez. evening. You okay, so for anybody who doesn't live in Atlanta who's listening to this, <sighs> Atlanta traffic pre to get outside the perimeter. <laughs> to get outside the perimeter to get inside the perimeter or outside the perimeter <laughs> right. anytime between two and seven PM, <laughs> eight PM on a Friday. Good luck. Forget it. It's like LA traffic. It's it's like LA traffic. It's horrible. Yeah. From above where 85 merges, uh, splits off to 985, that's closer to where I live. But to try to get from there to the airport, it took us two hours. Jeez. Yeah. I lived, when I lived in Atlanta, I lived in Grant Park, which is like right by the airport. Well, kind of, not really. It's like by Turner Field and the zoo and everything. I was like within walking distance. Yeah. Uh, and of course, Turner Field's not even there anymore. They moved right. to uh, the yeah. 75, 285 a, interchange. This was a long the time The worst ago. place. <laughs> this, and you know what? It seems like, just to kind of go off on a little tangent, it seems like COVID has really, like we have a different era in Atlanta now because of COVID taking a lot of the non-essentials off the road. So whenever I tell people how bad Atlanta traffic was, they'll fly through right. the city at regular speed, and they're like, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, like, oh, like, I, don't, like, I, I don't know that. A year yeah. and a half ago. Oh my, it's terrible. But anyway, so that I just remember I'm paying money out of my own pocket to put gas in right. my car. I'm driving my own personal car there. I had to pay for the ticket. I had to pay right for my own food. I had to pay for my own merch. I'm like, what? I thought this was all supposed to be provided. Right. This is like a work conference, yet. I'm paying for all of it. And one of the one of the other things that really stood out to me was when they had you stand up and they applauded you based on ranks. Oh yeah. The, Which are really just recruiting ranks. They're not they're not promotions of any kind. No. So they had the ambassadors all up on the stage and everybody was like, yeah. <laughs> you know, like the enthusiasm. And then the last at the very bottom of the chain, raise your hand or stand up if you haven't promoted. The entire room stood up. And I was like, You haven't promoted yet. Exactly. But you're if you haven't promoted, if if you're close to promoting or if you haven't promoted at all, stand up. And like 75% of the room stood up. And the applause was just kind of like. You'd think people would go, oh my God, that's most of us. This is a scam. But all of them are like, oh my God, you guys look at all of us so close to recruiting and like so close to hitting that together. Oh my gosh, sisterhood. And it's the opposite of what they should really be thinking. And they're literally thinking the opposite. Yeah. 
And they all brought like the, because it was Cheryl Conley that uh, ran the OTOM. She's the one who organized it all. And she brought up all the ambassadors that could attend. You know, I, I don't remember everybody that was there. I know it was my upline, her, and like a couple others. But, mm-hmm. you know, the big ones, the top five weren't there because um, mm-hmm. they all live in the other parts of the country. And I, I guess they didn't feel like they just like they, that we deserve their presence basically, you know, I'm, I'm too good for a land. You know what? Uh, in LuLaRoe, if we didn't show up, like the owner of LuLaRoe would literally scream at us on the, the webinars and we'd be like, I pay, I sign your paychecks. I know how much you make. I know you can afford to be here. Why aren't you here? Like, that's the kind of stuff we would get. Hell no. Mm-mm. How toxic is that? Right? Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so I'm I like, how remember- Anyway, I, it was so crazy. So I just remember that they were all saying the same thing. They pulled up all the ambassadors and the top income earners. And they said the exact same thing. I just dreamed and I worked and now I'm building my dream home. Right. Why are you You're all getting building that lake homes? House. Like they have to build the brand new, fresh white and black farmhouse. Mm-hmm. That was the trend at the time. It was 2017. Right. But I just remember like stuff very stuff was starting to fall into place for me to be like this this is you need to get out but I still would not leave it until 2018 just because I kept thinking like shit's gonna get better right. I even went to fucking Michigan and back for a month or two because I was doing political work and I didn't work my business the entire time that I was there that was when the ten dollar business kits uh were released if you remember oh wow there was everybody there was about a month for ten bucks and that was the highest I ever promoted. I got to Ruby and wow. everybody quit a week later because they just wanted all the cheap products. I knew it was right. going to happen. I'm like, you can't do that because people from a business standpoint, you cannot slash your prices that much without having a long-term backup plan for, okay, so people are going to buy these cheap products. What the hell are they going to do now? Every yeah. single person that signed up under me quit the next week. Yeah. I mean, it really is like, those are just, those are just money grabs for these companies. Um, they do it all the time. It has nothing to do with the the benefit of the business or the benefit of the, consu- uh, the consultants or anything. It's just a quick money grab. Why these companies, like why the, the consultants in these companies don't realize that LuLaRoe does it all the time, all the time. Anytime they need money. Oh, a new item just got released. Oh my gosh. And everybody that all the consultants sell it out, sell it out, sell it out, sell it out. It never, you know, I, I think the statistic that I, that I found is like only 10% of multi-level marketing products actually make it outside of the cult of multi-level marketing to non-distributors. Like because the, because how are you going to sell a product 10%. if you don't know how it works? Uh, that's exactly what, that's they, what they say. Buy yeah. your products because how are you going to sell it? And that's, Anyway, and you have to have one on hand in case your friend comes by and they say, oh, I wanted to try that. And you go, look, I have it right here. So you have to have that back stock. So just get one of everything for you. And then like one or two of everything, just in case somebody wants it to. Right. Front loaded. Mm. But they so, don't, but in their policies and procedures, that doesn't say that we would never promote that yet. It trickles down through the ranks and it's 100% promoted. And the, really the only reason for policies and procedures is when you know, anybody comes knocking and they're like, well, we have it written down. It's not our fault that they're breaking the rules. Yeah. <laughs> always deflecting. There's, people there's always people deflecting. say that to me and I'm like, you have policies and procedures, but it doesn't mean they're being like enforced. It just means you wrote them down. That's it means that you had a lawyer. Pre- it means that you paid a very well-paid lawyer to sit there and watch you write up these things mm-hmm. and that's all they did they, they and there, there are lawyers that are specifically do this that are mlm lawyers that specifically help write policies and procedures for multi-level marketing companies like that's their job hmm. i think that's probably one of the worst lawyers i'm i'm sure it is <laughs> i'm i'm sure it is like how do you live with yourself in and out how, how do you live with yourself protecting a company that you know is doing stuff so you said you were a part of two MLMs. So was it just, it works twice or you left it works. And then what happened? So you start seeing the cracks in it works with your friend. The straw that broke the camel's back was when they announced that you could pay for your business kit with PayPal and pay it off in six months. 
How the hell is a company that advertises itself as debt free, helps people get out of debt. How do you advertise that you're going to go into debt? Right. In just for six months out of debt, just for six months, because once you work as hard as you can and do all the things we say, financial freedom, right? It's like the gnomes in, in South Park that steal underpants. It's like, just do the thing. I don't know. And then profit. <laughs> like a straight line <laughs> and profit. Yeah. That's, it was like question mark and then profit. Like, like So <laughs> I just remember texting my upline the day that announcement dropped. And I was like, what the fuck? And she's yeah. like, I'm there with you. How I, I'm not going to advertise that all the top leaders were all about it. And they were getting signups, like nobody's business. Mm-hmm. I'm like, how can y'all live with yourselves? Mm-hmm. Like, how can you sleep at night? Knowing because they go like this. literally going in the hole. I mean, what is it? Every time someone joins you, you get a recruitment bonus. You yeah. don't get paid to recruit, but you get paid after you recruit. <laughs> yeah. That's you, that. You only get there. paid when they sign up and buy the products and everything, but still, <laughs> the, the principle is there. So like, don't give me that bullshit. Right. But so all the tops bullshit. are like, that's a cha-ching, 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 cha-ching. They don't that's care all if see. you succeed. You, they get their bonus. They, they really don't. So that was, I think either, I think that was May of uh, 2018. And so I took my upline to a concert in Raleigh uh, one weekend in June. And about a week or two before then, I had been seeing another girl I went to high school with posting about another MLM line, Wi-Fi Alcone. Now, it's it's important to understand, this is back when I was really into makeup. I thought I was going to be a makeup artist because I had a call center. Hmm. And I was just all about makeup and I, mm-hmm. I mean, you can't tell now it looks really patchy and gross, but <laughs> I used to like really love to wear makeup. I was making bank at this call center, but I was spending like two to $300 a month just on makeup. Cause that was just my coping mechanism because I don't know if you've ever worked in a call center. It fucking sucks. It's terrible. Can imagine. It, for, mm-hmm. for people who are not type A personalities, not by the numbers, not you know, yeah, I'm too empathetic to, I'm not rigid enough. So I only worked there for like six months. So anyway, I thought, okay, it works. Isn't working. I can't sell these products. Maybe I can sell makeup better, which I did. So I took my upline to a concert and the Monday we got back, I said, cause I reached out to this girl and got a little bit of information and the compensation structure was a lot better. And I believed more in makeup. I I knew about makeup. I know how to sell makeup because I was already doing it as a blogger. I was getting yes. people to use my affiliate links on my right. blog Our for drugstore so products. Our stories for so drugstore products. You know, right, I'm a exactly. big believer in drugstore and affordable mm-hmm. makeup because it's really coming for high end because high end stuff yes. has gone down the drain Absolutely. in the last couple of years. And that's a separate conversation. But right. so <laughs> I joined Live. I'm all about I, I asked my upline. <laughs> right. So I asked my upline, I was like, would you hate me forever if I said that I want to quit it works and join this other? And she's like, no. Isn't that funny? Because I feel like I've said the same thing. Would you hate me if I left this pyramid scheme? Like, would you hate me? Do you ever wonder how much of your personal data is out there on the internet just for anyone to find? I promise it's more than you think. Your name, contact info, social security number, home address, even information about your family members. It's all being compiled by data brokers and openly sold online. This can lead to a lot of problems, including identity theft, phishing attempts, harassment, and unwanted spam calls. But now you can protect your privacy with Delete Me. Signing up for the service is super easy. Just provide Delete Me with exactly what information you want deleted, and their experts take it from there. They send you regular, personalized privacy reports showing what info they found, where they found it, and what they removed. I got my report and I was floored with the results. Of the 105 data brokers they checked, 83 of them had my data. Delete Me then removed 173 listings of my personal data off the internet. And they make sure that it stays off too. Take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me at a special discount just for our listeners. Get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeleteme.com slash MLM and use promo code MLM at checkout. The only way to get the 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash MLM and enter code MLM at checkout. That's joindeleteme.com slash MLM code MLM. Head over to quince.com and grab yourself a little something something and support the show by supporting our sponsors. 
The weather's getting warmer, so it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and say hello to lightweight fabrics and classic styles. I have been taking advantage of the beautiful weather and getting outside for daily walks, and I cannot say enough good things about the flow knit high-rise boyfriend jogger from Quince. Seriously, running errands, doing school pickups, swinging by the farmer's market, or taking Jaja for a stroll around the lake, these bad boys are versatile. I love the deep pockets, the high waistband, and the internal hidden drawstring. They're quick drying, moisture wicking, antimicrobial, and the four-way stretch makes them so comfortable. They're made with 88% recycled polyester and the Global Style Standard Certified Yarn dramatically lowers environmental impact by diverting landfill and ocean-bound plastic. Not to mention using recycled claims standard approved dyeing, washing, and manufacturing processes with low water and eco-friendly dyes. They have become an absolute favorite, and you can save up to 59% off the high-end counterpart by shopping with Quince. Throw on a cotton modal scoop neck tee and some sneakers, and you've got a perfect effortless outfit. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash MLM for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash MLM to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash MLM. National Voter Registration Day is kind of a big deal. It's a yearly, nonpartisan holiday celebrating our democracy, and it's all about getting as many people as possible to, that's right, register to vote. So why is that important right now? Well, sure, local and state elections may not get as much attention as the midterms or the presidential elections, but they're still a super important way for you to use your voice to make an impact and help shape the future of your community. And one of the best parts? Registering to vote is really easy thanks to organizations like Headcount. Get registered there in minutes and you won't have to worry about registration deadlines in your state. And then you'll be ready to participate in all of your upcoming local, state, and federal elections. That really is a big deal. Head to headcount.org forward slash Spotify now to register. That's headcount.org forward slash Spotify. See you at the polls. That was always she, my fear too. Like, are you going to hate me? Cause if you're going to hate me, I'll just stay in the scam forever. Like right? I felt so strongly. And it's, it's interesting that you use that same exact terminology that I felt as well, because there is that like manipulation that you feel in a multi-level marketing. And this was somebody you were actually friends with and you didn't want to hurt an actual friendship that had existed pre it works. Right. Because my cousin yeah. was who is who recruited me. And I mean, obviously her and I are still like super chill, but um, it was the same. It was like, I don't think this works for me. And she's like, I understand. I was like, oh, kind of huge <laughs> sigh of relief. I was nervous. I wanted to tell her while we were at the concert, but I was like, I brought I her here. Ruin this I don't want to ruin the fun because then she's going to want to go home. I played it up in my head like it was going to be a situation that it right. absolutely. I mean, she she gave me her blessing and she even said, let me know when you get products, I'll buy one from you. And she did. So like, it's super chill. So like the right. uplines who do all the toxic shit when your downlines leave, get the fuck over yourself. I'm no. sorry. Oh, it's disgusting. Get over yourself. It's so it's bad to be like that. So anyway, I joined Blend Life by Alcone, immediately started making not a lot. Okay. So let me, let me back up. It works. Two, two, two and a half years, something like that. $55 I made. You made $55. I made $55. You just, of course, as soon as you say the number, like the zoom goes, so of course it does. Okay. So say that number again. $55. $55. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I got a W2 so, for like the three months that I actually tried. And I think it was like for 300 bucks. And I'm sure I spent more than that. And I was like, I made a hundred dollars a month. Like, that's it. Like what? It was, it was like some ridiculous. I was just like, this is no, Mm-mm. it's weird. I mean, I remember. The numbers, right. You're like, I didn't make anything at all for it's, all it's of that time. Humbling. It's very humbling to see the numbers, something that you tried so hard to work for two and a half years. You right. spent thousands of dollars on right. it and you only made 55 or something about that. I, 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 it was yeah. something in the fifties, but 
months. Wow. I didn't even, in the two and a half years, I didn't even make back one of my business kids. So like, that's, that's one of those objective things we're going to get into about right. when, when you know it's time to leave an enemy, right. whether exactly. or not you're ready. Exactly. But, um, so I joined Blind Life by Alcone and I started selling a lot more makeup. It was a lot easier for me. There were some products that were very hit and miss. The foundation was one. It was terrible. Wax foundation is a very good idea in theory. It sits right. on top of your skin. It doesn't sink into your pores, but they needed a lot better quality. They needed to work on that for a couple more months. And that would, that would be a revolutionary product. Don't let the makeup sink into your pores. It's healthier. I like that idea because, right. you know, people have very sensitive skin and cream and powder might agitate that. Right. Um, the liquid lips were bomb as fuck. I mean, the color I got in my starter kit was terrible. It was literally candy apple red. Oh, God. What the hell? Why am I going to? So red um, eyeshadow. Good luck. Exactly. But you did get two bullet lipsticks that were pretty good colors. They were very good. One was a very nude color, uh, kind of just like a, a plain nude. And then there was one that was like a very, a light mauvey pink kind of glossier. Mm -hmm. And I love those. I wore those every day to work. So the lip products I believed in, a couple of the eyeshadow shades, I really believed in the mascara, garbage, foundation, mm -hmm. garbage. But there were several more products that I would yeah. like the liquid lips. I would see those in Sephora selling out. Yeah. A lot of people like, you know, on the pro MLM side and the Huns will argue like our products are amazing and da, 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 da. And I always say, Hey, this is not an argument about the products. Like I'm sure there is something out there that, that only is sold by this company that people just die for and just love and just, Oh my gosh, like I'm here because the business model sucks. You know, like I get it. Like, right. great. You love that lotion. I understand. I'm not here to, you know, to fight with people over the products. And I'm <clears> like, <throat> I get your point. That's not the point I'm trying to make. I get your point. I'm talking about the business model, hon, not the lipstick. Right. It, it's the fact that you have to pay for these products in order to try to sell them. Right. And it, the way that they advertised it was bulk ordering. So by bulk ordering, you right. fronted the cost of whatever Front your loading. customers wanted and then you get it and then you charge them the retail value and they right. give you the cash and you get to keep the extra as your commission. So right. for instance, in Lime Life by Alcone, the liquid lips were, I paid 16 for them, but they were 20. So if I bought one and somebody wanted it, I would sell it to them for 20 and I would just pocket the $4. But all you again, on the that, lipstick was four bucks. Yeah. Jeez, so, really? Yeah. It's not very much. It's not very much, but again, $16 for that liquid lip, especially, I don't know if you've ever looked at any of the colors, I would recommend Ruby Chocolate and Wedding Cake as my two favorites. They were very, they, they were very universally flattering. The Ruby Chocolate was part of the, I don't know what it was called, but it was like the natural line. It was very... It was, it was, it was colors that was, that, that were for all skin types, especially well, the liquid lipstick, you know, African-American women. Right. That, well, that's, that's a good thing, at least having, um, a, a more inclusive shade range is something that I think in a lot of, <laughs> MLMs, <laughs> a lot of MLMs that it's, that it's very severely lacking or it's very yellow or orange, which doesn't match. And it just seems like Again, it goes back to like, it's not really about the products and it's not really about oh, selling I, it. It's about the recruiting, you know? I, so it's like, why do we care about having an inclusive shade range? Because it's not about the products. It's about the recruiting. Um, right. So that's good. So That's good. That yeah. They at least have a little bit so, more inclusivity in their shade. Let range. me backtrack a little bit because you, you brought up a memory or I brought up a memory that I forgot about. So when I was working in the call center back in February or March of 2018, I had befriended this girl on Facebook through, you guessed it, ad random people and try to solicit to them, but right. she sold unique. So I was like, you know what? She's probably happy selling unique. I'm not going to bother her. I'm not going to try to her or whatever. Um, I was making bank as I, as I stated earlier. So when she said, I'm so close to a bonus, if I had just a handful of people buy a right. know, package from me. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to throw this girl a bone. I'll, I'll do it. I, I, I've never and that's something MLM people support MLM people like so that that is your bread and butter as are other people that 
sell it, multi-level marketing. Yep. So I bought this, I don't even remember. It was just a collection. I got a, a foundation, uh, some powder, uh, a purse, and some, and I think I got a lipstick, but I don't remember. But the thing that I remember the most was that god-awful foundation. It was yeah. a liquid drop foundation. Oh, God. Oh, God. It ruined my skin. I wanted to set that foundation on fire because it, 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 it absolutely was just so oily. So it separated on my face. Yes. It was I had so to bad. Go into the bathroom one hour into my shift and wipe it off. With you could smear it around. Yeah. It was, it, it was, was horrible. People were asking me what is wrong with your face because it looked like I had awful like like your face was melting off almost yeah like it was like it was horrible was melting off it, it and it, I even told her I, it was I, horrible I for dry like, skin it just it made everything oh it was just it's like the worst foundation. I had to ask for a new headset because my my earpiece was covered in that foundation and I could not get it out I'm lucky they didn't ask me to pay for it because mm. I ruined that thing so anyway, uh, I told her straight away, I was like, this foundation doesn't work for me. I would love to get a return. And she's like, okay, yeah, you can get a return for like 70% of your money. I was like, what? what? Right. So, uh, never mind. Never mind. I'll, just, I'll just keep it and try to Minus shipping, minus the restocking fee, minus. <laughs> it was in a package deal. So I can only refund you what the purchase price would have been. Is this, you're just like. Never mind. Never mind. I'll just throw it away. I ended up throwing it away. No, I actually yeah. ended up selling Never it. Mind. I actually ended up selling it on uh, Poshmark. I was like, no, I'm not, I'm not letting this money go. No, I'm going to get it back. That I did make some money, like, um, selling MLM stuff. I didn't use that came in like welcome kits on, on eBay. I did yep. make some money that way. I was like, oh, I totally against the way. rules, but who the totally fuck against cares? The rules, but I didn't who care. The fuck cares? So anyway, um, back to time. So Lime Life. So yeah. you're in Lime Life and you're thinking this is different. And when did you realize it wasn't? I've never actually developed any toxic feeling. The, the time really? in Lime Life by Outcome was very, very uneventful. I will say that the girl who recruited me quit a month in and didn't tell me. And looking back, she was very smart. Um, so we just, we didn't really talk after that, but I mean, I mean, like I said, no, no animosity between us. Just, right. okay. All right. Bye. Um, so I never really was like, I have to get out. You know, th this is right. a terrible environment. You know, I do remember getting on some team trainings towards the end and just those tough love talks, you know, like, I don't know how to tell you guys to work harder unless you, you just got to do it. You know, I can't do everything for you. And I'm just like, all right, you know, hmm, I don't think I want to build a team. I think I just want to sell products. And, and that's exactly what I did. I tried, like, I, I never actively sought people out. I was just like, right. hey. Just here to sell makeup, whatever. If you want to join, that's fine. That's on you. I'm not right. going to beg you to join. Just that's on you. I almost got one girl to join, but you know, she stopped returning my messages and I'm like, all right, right. we'll leave that alone. You're like, know, don't want to press. Don't want to press. Yeah, so that's, that's time, one thing that drives me crazy is like, even when people say no, thank you. And you get these, you get these recruitment messages that are like, if not, it's totally fine. Just let me know either way. And you're like, no, thank you. And they're like, why? And you're like, I thought you said it was totally fine if I didn't want anything. Oh like, my what gosh. happened? <laughs> ah, I, you're a hater. You don't want did, to Did I leave women. the room at any point in the conversation? <laughs> like, what What changed? Like, right, what happened? Right. Okay. So oh, anyway, man. back to, so you'll remember back at the beginning of the story, yeah. I started that whole stuff with uh, 2019 with the financial stuff. Mm -hmm. So the, the way that I left Lime Life by Alcone was very quiet and very, I don't know, like, okay. Cause I was just slashing expenses all over the place. I was cutting down on my alcohol on my eating out on shopping and makeup. And so really like just that. in the simple change you decided to make to budget so that you could save for the future, you realized that you were hemorrhaging in your side hustle. Pretty much like that $10 a month that I was spending on my website. So you have to pay $10 a month to have a website. That was one of the things. Yeah. Wow. 
which for full transparency, my website for my financial coaching costs one ninety nine a month. Right. So yeah. I mean, right. It's it's, so it's, it's it, a good it, deal, but all you know, of the for numbers, that was... all of the numbers in MLM is inflated because they're just hoping you're ignorant about the numbers. A website's ten dollars a month is super cheap. You're like, you can have a website for like ninety nine cents a month. Like you can yeah. get really cheap hosting and pay for it for the whole year up front, and then it costs zero dollars a month because you paid for the whole thing up front. Right. Like, but again, they, they, it's just this fear of missing out there, right. these psychological, well, they do it all for me and I'm willing to me. pay for that service. Cause they do it all for me. All the hard stuff's done. The stuff really isn't that hard. They call it the hard stuff, but really sourcing your own product and, and, and finding these things. If, if, if selling is lipstick or clothes or anything is what you really want to do. People can very easily get a wholesaler's license and, and source all this stuff. They just, MLMs really take advantage of the fact that you don't know that. They, they, it's so funny because they will be on their Instagram being like, I'm a business owner, but I don't have to do all the businessy stuff. And I'm like, okay, so what do you do then? You don't do any of the bookkeeping. You don't do any of the software. You don't do any of the IT. You don't do any of the customer service. No research, no development, no supply. What do you do? So the, the exit from network marketing was just kind of like a, okay, financial could be, could be spent, uh, you know, somewhere else, you know, I can add it to my grocery budget and I can get more lunch meat and bread so that I can live on sandwiches while I'm trying to pay down my debt, whatever. I didn't accrue any debt. My, it's important to, I have everything. So I never charged anything to a credit card. It all came from just paychecks uh, from my job. So luckily I did come out relatively unscathed. I, I don't have any debt from it. The only debt I have is student loans. Um, so that was my exit from ne- network marketing. But from September to January, 2020, I was just focused on trying to pay down my debt be a good caregiver, get a promotion. Cause I was working in home health at the time, making $11 an hour. So yeah, that $10 a month could really go to something else. Uh, right. I'm spending every penny. It feels like just to live. Right. Um, so yeah, $10 can be a to somebody living on $11 an hour. Um, but then I started finding anti MLM videos, um, right. because I was taking care of client long-term and it was a very long drive to her house. It was like 45 minutes with no traffic. So I was just looking for things to listen to on those drives. And I came across the very first anti-MLM video I watched. I want to say was Kiki Chanel, either uh-huh. that or either her or Emily Leah. Uh-huh. Um, but I just was like, oh my God. You're like, and okay, down the rabbit hole I felt. this happened to me. This is what I was involved in. Oh my God. I have something to do when I get home tonight. <laughs> exactly. I I fell down that goddamn rabbit hole, and it's my a deep one. Was like, it's so it's deep. deep it's so deep. It's, I'm still falling down. Oh yeah, like, no. I still find other things. It's it's crazy. Like it's so insidious. So that kind of really fueled my further research and development into becoming a financial coach because I'm like damn, these things ruin people. They ruin families, they ruin marriages. They, they, they just, it is a tornado. And if you get caught in the wake, you're fucked, you know, depending on how hard you go into it. So that became my mission to kind of be like, Hey, so remember all that time I spent doing this stuff, like to the people I I know personally and friends with. Yeah here's why I'm going to recommend you don't do it. Like, right. Objectively, Stay away. Know, not just because I failed just right. because literally when you are spending more than you are making, obviously in the real world, people would tell you to pack it up so that you don't right. hemorrhage more money. Not with MLMs. No, you're no. just a hater. You're just a bully. You don't believe in me. You hate women. Fuck off. You know? Right. It's, like, it's, it's really yeah. just such an interesting phenomenon. Because these companies are cults 
And the tactics that they use are cult tactics and religious indoctrination. And they use language to make you feel comfortable. And they give you basic surface answers to satiate you for like the time being um, until, you know, we get smarter and you go, wait, this isn't making money. And I go, wait a second. This isn't fair. Like you said, like you're lying to me right now and it clicks and then, you know, you, you either, you either go, <laughs> I think it goes either one of two ways, right? You either go, oh my gosh, this is a problem. And I need to educate other people about it. And like, maybe not going as hard as you and I go, but being like, oh, this is a pyramid scheme. Like, don't get caught in it. And, and, and knowing and educating yourself and being, for lack of a better word, woke on the principles of multi-level marketing and, and the dangers, or you go into hiding and you go, well, I failed and it, it's my fault. Cause I mean, yeah, I lost $3,000, but I mean, my upline was right. Like I wasn't working hard enough. And like, I was only calling three people a day and not the 10 people a day, like they said. And that's probably one of the other reasons was like, I wasn't doing it and, and I wasn't motivated. And it's all of that fault is on you. Anytime anything good happens in the MLM, it's all the MLM's doing. You know, I got this coffee because of the MLM. I can quit my day job because of the MLM. I have this new cool shirt now because of the MLM. I'm going on this cool business trip on a Wednesday because of the MLM. But anytime anything negative, quote unquote, negative happens, it's on you. And it's because these are cults. And like, I don't think a lot of people really understand that. The psychological manipulation aspect of it. Aside from the financial aspect. I, you know, I mean, I saw the psychological, you saw the financial, we both came to the same realization and you're just like, these are bad. And there's bad for so many, so many, so many reasons, not just these two reasons, so many reasons, but I do want to talk to you about the financial aspect of MLM, because it is something that a lot of people don't really talk about. And, um, I think, especially with your business and the way that you run it, um, you have so much valuable insight that I think that our listeners would really like to hear because, um, whether you're in an MLM right now and you're hemorrhaging money and you're like, what's going on, how do I get out of this? Or you're thinking about joining an MLM and you're like, I think I can make it work and no one's going to change your mind. At least get some valuable financial advice. (laughs) besides don't do it. Um, uh, or if you're out of an MLM and you're realizing, oh my gosh, I have so much debt. I'm going to lose this. And I'm afraid this is going to happen, or this is going to get repoed some, some financial advice for that as well. So, um, this is definitely going to be a two-parter. I mean, we we took an hour just talking about your story. So (laughs) this is where this is going to cut off. That's why. And then next week, we will get into all the financial juicy stuff, which I'm really excited about. So yes, that, that is about, that is, that's where we're going to go now. All right. So okay, please Kat, tell me, talk to me where let's talk, let's talk finances and multi-level marketing. I'm, I'm very not financially savvy. So I'm also going to be taking a ton of, of your advice as well, because I am now at a point where I'd like to become that. So I'm, I'm excited for that as well to talk to you about this. Um, but let's, let's talk about how you decided I'm going to be a a business coach, um, or a financial coach, not a business coach, but a financial coach. And I'm going to help people with their debt based on what I learned. How did you turn that into a business? So pretty much anybody who joins an MLM to make money, (laughs) Especially considering the environment that we were dealing with at the time was people were losing jobs left and right and had no savings whatsoever. And so they were, in, for lack of a better term, they were completely fucked. You know, right. they, they were behind, they were falling on rent. They were having to default on student loans. They were having to, you know, liquidate all of their assets in order to be able to pay bills and, decl- you know, avoid bankruptcy. And I'm like, this is a conversation that has needed to happen for decades and they keep putting it off and putting it off and putting it off because they just want to go fight some fucking wars. But, you know, nobody really pays attention to what happens domestically. So I thought, you know, 
as somebody who loves helping people, which, you know, again, the MLMs love to prey on, I thought, no, I'm actually going to help people, like, in a very real way that they can see for their, you know, for themselves. Right. So the way I came about it was just deciding what is my generation currently dealing with? Low wages, higher cost of living, potential lack of retirement. So how do we, how do we prepare for that? How do you as a person prepare for that? Because, you know, we're, we're all not blind to what is happening. Social security is going to become insolvent. Medicare is going to become a thing of the past. You know, it's going to be that thing that your parents got, but you didn't get. So right. we've worked this hard all this time for nothing. And I'm like, no, <laughs> I'm not working for 40 or 50 years of my life to have nothing right. to say for it, to show for it at the end of my life. Absolutely not. And I'm not going to let the people I love and the people that I even remotely care about on the internet deal with that either. Um, so that's really where I started learning the real practical ways to get started on these kinds of journeys and just what are some simple things. Because a lot of times people think that trying to improve your finances is a very uh, zero sum game. Like it's very binary, black and white. Right. You are either financially literate or you are not. Right. Uh, you know, you're either rich or you're poor. It's, it, it's very, very much deeper than that. Um, so I just started learning what are easy ways that people can start this journey, much like weight loss, that they don't feel deprived or deprived. You know, yeah. go insane. Because like I, and of course, again, with the Dave Ramsey thing, that's a separate conversation, but he is very <laughs> much like a cult. His stuff is very radical and his yeah. followers are very, very culty. And I was just like, no, enthusiastic. I just, no, I'm not dealing with this. And so I kind of left the Dave Ramsey community, like, and thinking behind to what are more sustainable ways to live while you're trying to pay off debt. Because for a lot of people who have, you know, five and six figures of debt, that's a long time right. and it's miserable already. Like in the several months that I was vigorously paying down debt, it was miserable because like you can't have your favorite foods. Like you can't treat yourself to your right. coffee. You can't go get yourself a little treat. every now and, then. and I'm like, fuck that hard. I should, I should have a treat every now and then. Right. Like if I want to go buy me a new plant, well, it's like dieting. Like you said, like you have you know, to have cheat you. days or you're going to jump off the wagon and say, I would rather just not do this anymore. Right. So and that's having that, the having with. that. Yeah. So that's, that's pretty much where it stemmed was just how can I help people in a very real and material way, make these small yet substantial uh, changes to change everything. Right. You know, what is, what is the pebble that gets tossed into the water and what are the ripples, the ripples. and how, yeah. how is everything going to change? So for people in MLMs, you are coming out of a very all or nothing mindset. You are either in this business or you are not. And if you're not in this business, get the fuck off the call. Stop wasting my time. Right. Yeah. You're not getting paid so either. Tough. So fuck off. <laughs> like you're not, you're not getting paid and you're on this call at nine 30 at night like hello right this part-time this part-time work yeah this part-time work that you're doing until 4 30 in the morning no right. thank you and then you wake up at 6 a.m to do it all over again right oh, gotta no, put your lipstick happy. on because you have to post your picture of you drinking your coffee so everybody knows how perfect you are and how successful you are so that they want to join your business too yeah and so that so when you're coming out of an mlm one of the first things that I always tell people is change all your financial information. Unfortunately, if you have multiple credit cards, freeze them. Don't, don't cancel them and don't, you know, like don't close the accounts, just freeze them. Freeze them. Because okay. otherwise, you know, because when you freeze a credit card, you have the option to turn it back on. Okay. Whereas, whereas if you cancel it and close it out, it's and we'll done. get into that. We'll, we'll get into why that's actually kind of detrimental a little bit later in the more financial talk. But um, so the first thing that I would always recommend is either freeze that uh, credit card or the debit card or whatever you've got to do to just get your information out of that system. 
because they will keep charging you. I've got, I've heard people say that they've been charged three years after the, after the fact. And mm -hmm. it's like, how do they even remember? Like, mm -hmm. so, uh, that's step number one. Uh, the, well, actually, no, the real first step is to, uh, you know, forgive yourself because oh, yes. a lot of the times you're going to be stuck in this mindset of, I hate myself because I'm not working hard enough. I feel worthless because I wasn't productive enough today. Um, I feel like a piece of shit because, you know, I ignored my son, you know, in his most formative years because I was so busy trying to make this business work. You know, the, the very thing they are trying to encourage you to do is what really is the downfall of it. Because a lot of people will realize, I realized I was spending more time on meetings than I was with my actual children, mm -hmm. who I had quit my job to, to stay home time with them yeah. to do. And I wasn't spending time with them at all. So you've got to get out of that mindset where it is hustle, 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 productive, you know, uh, Tori Dunlap of her first 100K put it mm -hmm. best. It's productivity porn, you know, like. Uh -huh. She's great too. Feel, I follow her as feel, well. I, I love her. She's the reason I became a business owner. She, she's, I'm like, she's if she fantastic. can do it, I can. I followed yeah. her for a long time. And th by the way, listeners, she's a great resource. Go follow her. I just, her I love this she's like verified. women empowering women to be financially free without the cult of multi-level marketing, because that's always what we felt is the only way to get there. Yeah. Is this side hustle on the side of everything else you're doing. So I really appreciate like not only your voice and Tori's voice and everyone else that's doing it, but to hear it from a woman's perspective and be like, thank you. You understand. You understand me a little differently. Like we don't have to go a hundred percent of the time. We don't have to go a hundred percent. 100% of the time. I finally learned that the breaks. word no is a full sentence. Thank you for listening. I appreciate all of your support. I appreciate all of the shares, all of the comments on social media. You guys are incredible. Do not miss Wednesday's episode with Savvy as we talk Ponzi-nomics. It is incredible. And I will see you guys next Sunday for Cat Dean's part two. Have a great week. <laughs>